0: Welcome to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay, fitting it all together to make teaching and learning in the junior grades more accessible, practical, and fun for both teachers and their students. Here's your host, teacher by day, mom of three, and curriculum creator of all the things from madlylearning.com, Patty Firth. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. It is the middle of December when this video goes live and that means the holidays are coming. And for many of us, that means we have two weeks off. Here is my challenge for you. I want you to not take anything home with you on the last day of school. I want you to not take any marking, not take any schoolwork. Do no prepping and planning except for perhaps this Sunday night before school comes back into session. Can you leave all of your schoolwork and don't do any of it over the break. It's been a hard year. It's been the end of a pandemic. You have been working your tail off to try to get your kids caught up and close the gaps. You've been working so hard. You need to take some time for yourself and you need to remember that not everything necessarily needs to get done. And that a two-week break is not a two-week time for you to catch up on everything. That you need this time. You need this time to relax. You need this time to not think about work. And you need to take it off. I know here at Madly Learning, we are taking off these two weeks. We won't be available by email. We won't be available on social media. We are going to be off. And for us, this is going to be a really important thing, but it also means that I'm going to follow that rule myself with schoolwork. So let's talk about what you're going to do in this next week that is going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable about what it is that you're going to do this week so that you don't have to take anything home over the last two weeks. Number one, Your kids are probably super excited that they have reached this point and they are ready to have a break. If they're having a really good time, reward them. Give them a movie day, not a whole day, but give them a time where they can watch a movie. If they're watching a movie, this is a wonderful time for you to catch up on your work. Now when you are going to catch up on your work, one of the things that you're going to need to do is I want you to prioritize what actually needs to get done. Look at your mark book and see where you are lean on some marks, where you're heavy on some marks, where you've got a lot of sufficient evidence of learning happening. If you have a lot of evidence in one area, say math or in reading, don't worry about any unfinished marking. You don't have to mark everything. So Maybe just leave that. Leave it and say, you know what? For this assessment, I'm just not going to mark it. I'm not going to mark it. I'm just going to leave it alone and not mark that one because I've got enough marks for that subject. For other things where perhaps you're lean, that's a good opportunity for you to collect and mark that during that movie time. Take the time in class to collect that. It's also a great time that if there are certain students you want to check in on or get information from, pull them slowly over back to your guided reading table and ask them a series of questions to see whether or not you can beef up some marks or you can get some more assessment information from those students in particular. But give yourself the time to do that. Things that can be done in the classroom that are going to take some time. Spend some time on art. Is there an art project that you can do that is quick instructions, but allows you as the teacher to have some time to be sitting and finishing up any unfinished tasks that you would typically take home with you, but now you can do them in class. This last week of school is going to be about prepping, giving yourself some time so that you don't have to take anything home. Now, one of the other common things that many teachers say, oh, I'm going to get a jump start or a head start over my break is going to be on report cards. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do may seem a little overwhelming because you just want to get a head start on them, but I'm going to ask you to put a complete pause and don't work on your report cards for the two weeks that you're on holiday break. So let's talk about something you can do ahead of time that's going to help prepare and what you're going to do once you return to make sure that you're going to hit those targets and get your report cards done on time while also taking two weeks for yourself to rest and recuperate. So during this last couple of weeks before we actually leave for our holiday break, it's important to look at your markbook. Now, if you had to give your students a learning skills evaluation right now, take a class list and at the very top of your class list, put all of the learning skills names along the top, and then simply give your students a mark N, S, G, or E, and do this just on a piece of paper in your class list. This should take you no more than 20 minutes. Do not spend any more time than 20 minutes on here. If you've been making anecdotal notes on students about what they've been doing, if you have your observations, if you've got your gut that has helped you determine that, thinking about your students on a typical day, what does that look like? Give yourself a time to just quickly write in 20 minutes your entire class's learning skills grades or letters that are associated with their learning skills and put that on a class list. Take that, put it into your duotang, and keep that there. If there are students where you are not sure of that learning skill, or you're humming and hawing whether or not it should be an S or a G or a G and an E, Take a highlighter and highlight just that column so that when you come back from the break, it is just those students where you're going to focus on whether or not it's a G or an E or an S or an N, whether you really want to focus just specifically on those areas. For some of your students, you're going to know right away their G's across the board. That is not an area to focus on. They're doing well. It's fine. Decide that you are going to have all of your learning skills written on a piece of paper, And then you're going to pick and target which ones you're not so sure about. And then that's what you're going to focus on in January before you actually sit and write your learning skills. The same is going to be done for your marks and assessments. Go through your markbook this last week of December. Go through your markbook and look at what you have. You may not have done a summative task. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It's okay. Go through your markbook based on what you have done already. Go through and see if there is enough evidence to justify a mark for each subject area. Oral language, reading, writing, your math, your science, and your social studies. Look at where you have the holes or the gaps in material that you haven't assessed yet. But if you can generate a mark from what you have, great. Put it down. If you can't, circle it. This, again, in January will give you a target or hit list of things that you need to focus on very specifically within the first couple of weeks of January to make sure if there's any missing information, you can gather that right away. And you also have information where I don't need to worry about that right now when I come back because that is not a focus. I have enough reading marks. So I don't need to focus on reading when I come back in January. I need to focus on writing because that's where we are going to be struggling. Maybe I need to put my students through the full writing process where they're going to edit and revise their work. That's totally fine. That's what you're going to be working on through that period of time with your students in January. But if you do it in December where you identify where the gaps and the holes are and you kind of in your head make a plan of what am I going to target on in January? You don't have to stress and worry about that over the two-week break. You know in January, we are target of what you need to focus on immediately when you come back, so you don't need to spin your wheels over the two-week break, planning and thinking everything through and marking all of the things where you already have enough work to mark. So focus on those areas specifically. The other thing I want you to remember is there are tools and strategies that you can use that are going to simplify your report card writing process. Number one, you already have your learning skills marks because we just wrote them all down on a piece of paper. Do not touch your report cards over the two-week break, especially your learning skills. There are softwares and tools such as Student Evaluator that are going to help you do the work of writing your progress report, your report card learning skills comments. Is it perfect? No. Does it get you 75% of the way there? Absolutely. It gives you a framework for a comment that helps you focus and make things simpler. Are you going to tweak and change things here and there? Absolutely. But student evaluator is a wonderful tool that is going to help you save a tremendous amount of time from writing learning skills from a blank piece of paper. If you can start with a paragraph that's already constructed and you simply have to edit it and make it fit your student, a little bit better than what an AI piece of software generates, great. That's gonna save you a tremendous amount of time. Check out the show notes of this page for a link to Student Evaluator, where you can check it out because it has saved me hours and hours and hours of time, year after year after year with writing report cards. And even though I may modify and change and specifically alter it for certain students, It is definitely a way that I can save time and write my report cards. And that means that because I have a tool that can help me write the report card comments and write the learning skills comments, if I have that tool, it's going to save me that time. So I don't need to spend my two week break stressing over writing my report card learning skills. The second tool is there are report card banks. If you are teaching grade 3, 4, 5, or 6 here in Ontario, I have report card bakes that you can purchase that are pre-made. Once again, are they going to be perfect and fit the exact criteria that your principal is looking for? No, probably not, especially if you have a principal that is super, super picky. However, if you have report card comments that are already done that you can take and edit that's going to take you a lot less time than having to write the report cards from scratch, which is why we've provided report card comment banks for teachers. Not that you're ready to just copy and paste it and have it perfect for your students because I can't write report cards for every single student that you may have. I don't know who they are, but we will be able to provide you with comments that will get you halfway or 75% of the way to a perfect final comment, which means you are not starting from scratch. Anytime you can get a head start on your comments is a great way to save time, which means come January, because you've taken your two weeks off, it's going to take you far less time in January to get those report cards done class because you already have your class list with the marks that you have. You know which tasks you need to be laser focused on in January. So you're not just spinning your wheels with busy work. You want to be laser focused on what you need to focus on in January before that report card is due to make sure you are able to make tasks to fill those specific gaps in your markbook and not waste time on things you have already gathered enough evidence to do for. Now, the last thing is planning. You have lots of planning to do for the rest of the year and you've got January to come back to. These last two weeks of your holidays are not time to plan all of the things out. In fact, that's exactly what TPT and Madly Learning are here for. If you're teaching language, science, social studies, or math, we've got you covered in that too. Instead of you spending your two-week break planning every single lesson from now until the end of the term, we have you covered. You can take our lessons that are ready made, figure out when you're going to teach them, and you already have a head start. You can spend your actual time making sure that all of your students' needs are met instead of spending hours on the internet scouring for resources that are appropriately leveled for your students to access. We've already done all of that hard work for you. And we're not going to focus on simple worksheet activities that keep your kids bored and uninspired. But Madly Learning lessons are going to focus on learning that it's going to be inquiry-based, collaborative, differentiated, and accessible for all of your students. So make sure you take the time for yourself because the hard work is done for you. As a teacher, your job is to meet the needs of your students, but We are often bootstrapping the education system by planning every single thing from scratch. Your time is valuable, and we don't want to see you having to sacrifice all of this ideal vacation time that is rightfully earned and deserved by you, spending it planning and prepping for your job during unpaid work outside of your contract hours. So do yourself a favor, use the tools that have already been designed and created for you. Stop reinventing the wheel and grab the things that are going to allow you to save your time and energy so that you can get the rest and relaxation you so rightfully deserve. If you've got any questions or you're looking for the links to different resources that we have mentioned in today's video, check the comments on this video for all of the links, or you can check out our latest blog post on www.madlylearning.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you after the long break. We will be back in the new year for our next episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. Have a wonderful, safe, and relaxing holiday. And we will see you on the other side in the new year. Thanks so much for joining us. Happy holidays. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay. Join me on www.madlylearning.com for more information on all things teaching in the junior grades. Don't forget, you can always catch this show on the Madly Learning YouTube channel. See you next week for another replay episode of Teaching with Madly Learning.